back to theory and theology got a topic today i don't know yet what i'm gonna actually title this but the main topic of discussion is around uh traditional behaviors in religion so for example in a lot of religions a lot of mainstream religions there is um, you know, the, you know, the main kind of worship of a deity and how that's supposed to be practiced. Um, and then on top of that, there are these other types of rules that a lot of times we find. Uh, usually you can see these with different denominations or sects of a religion where there are different people practicing different things but they still say oh I'm of this religion um like in Islam you can have Sunni or or, or Shiite or in Christianity you can have you know all different kinds of denominations like Seventh-day Adventist, Seventh-day Baptist, um, you know, Baptists, Methodists, Lutherans, Catholics, you know, Protestants compared to Catholics, compared to Orthodox or whatever it may be. In Judaism, you have, uh, you know, Hasidism and, you know, Chabad and, uh, modern orthodox and conservative and reform and you know it's kind of like everybody kind of does their own thing there's kind of like some major things that have to be in place in religions to basically claim to be part of that religion right like if you're jewish usually you believe in the god of the old testament um usually you're born into Judaism but I think you can technically convert um and you know you have to believe in the commandments and mitzvot mitzvahs you know and keeping them uh usually that's generally what a person has to believe and then practice those things as a form of worship you know in Christianity usually there's a belief of the Old Testament God of the Bible and then Jesus as the Son of God and Messiah and the Trinity uh, God the Father Son and Holy Spirit and you know usually people believe you know in Judaism usually people will go to temple or synagogue usually in Christianity people will go to um church or at least get baptized into the church uh usually in Judaism someone will have a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah usually in uh Islam you know there's the five pillars and you know the five pillars of Islam and the belief in God the god being the only god uh belief in the in the 
um, Quran and Muhammad as his prophet and then the other the other the others like Jesus and Moses and Abraham and all, all you know Muhammad included everyone else other than God being you know a prophet um, and you know going to uh, Thursday uh, what do you call it Thursday um, uh, services at a mosque and praying five times a day um, and usually when it comes to Catholics you know there's the belief in you know the Trinity Father Son and Holy Spirit uh, the Old Testament the New Testament the belief that Jesus is is the Son of God and part of the Trinity and belief in you know Mary as being holy uh, and also um, I think in a lot of Christianity people are taught to pray to God in Jesus name uh, and then in Catholicism people are taught to pray to um, uh, God and uh, or praying to Mary um, and confession and um, you know baptism pretty much most of the time as a baby um, a christening uh, and that's you know basic those are the basics right that's mostly it like for those major religions now there's other major religions uh, Buddhism um, Hinduism you know you can apply those types of that type of thinking as well it's like what are the major points that make something someone be able to say yes I am part of this religion because I do the basics of it those are just the basics right you could do that and still be the re part of the religion right if if I was Catholic I could do just those things and still say I'm Catholic if I'm Jewish I can do just those things and say I'm Jewish you know but what differentiates are all the traditions right and so I started coming up with this question last night about traditions and how they play a role in religion and how they play a role in um, uh, how they play a role in, you know, the daily lifestyle. And, uh, that includes, you know, not only having a religious, you know, belief, like the basic belief in the religion, the main things that are just the basics to belong to the religion, there are usually these other traditions, right? And I might record two episodes here and say, we're going to talk about this religion, this idea of these religions and, you know, the traditions kind of with them, just in theory, because I can't go through every single religion and every single detail of every single uh tradition for every sect or denomination like I don't know all of that information either and uh from what I do know it's like it's a lot you know uh, it's a lot that distinguishes 
one sect or denomination from another but I just want to talk about that in general the traditions and the differences and what you know what is the importance or the difference between having you know a mainstream religion with a mainstream just general belief and practice that a person might do compared to having all these other traditional beliefs from the the, the denomination or the sect that a person belongs to and feeling the need or desire or urge or pressure to follow all of those traditions when usually there's like a basic standard of like the general stuff to do and then you know why are these there all these different traditions and beliefs about like why things are different you know why do people do like why do you know Hasidic males wear those side curls you know versus you know other you know Jewish males of uh, different sects they might not wear those right uh, but there is a commandment about not cutting the the sides the corners uh not rounding the corners of your of your is it of your hair or your beard or something like that uh and so keeping them keeping that part un untrimmed or uncut or unshaven but then also there are others in judaism who follow that in a different way they don't have long side curls they might have just a little bit of hair that they just don't cut and maybe they put it behind their ear maybe it's in front of their ear maybe it's just a little bitty piece a strand of hair um or maybe it's just like you know sideburns you know that aren't you know fully shaven down or maybe they do shave them and just don't follow that commandment you know so um you know why you know why um simple things like that right it's like everybody believes that they're doing it the way that they feel they should do it um but then it's like okay well everyone's reading from the same biblical text and the same commandment where people believe they should keep the commandments but then it's like how come some people interpret it differently right um and where does this human where do these human where the humans come into play human fault human flaw human deception human manipulation uh so-called maybe maybe accurate and so-called prophets maybe deceptive people who were you know claiming to be prophets maybe some weird kind of conspiracy going on with different writings that people say that they found in the dirt somewhere and interpreted it as some thing you know and then people follow it and even if it's been disproven people still follow it you know um mostly under fear of you know hell or some kind of shunning um there's usually something that's that will happen on earth that makes it so people want to follow you know there's some kind of negativity that will happen on earth that somebody that makes somebody want to follow these traditions uh more in depth and then there's some form of usually some form of like threat of eternal damnation or hellfire or separation from god or you won't get to be a part of the nicer type of universe versus the other people you know that have to like stay on earth that's like destroyed and all that or whatever it may be there's all these different beliefs they kind of keep people 
following all these different things right and uh like i'm not here to say don't follow them or that they're bad i'm just i ask questions right i ask questions and this is a question that came to me last night and i was kind of thinking about that as well as the concept of sin because that's where the concept of sin comes from right if you're not following what what the religion says to follow it's considered sin if you're not doing what it says is considered sin or if you are doing what it says uh or sorry if you're not doing what it says like basically you can be not doing something and sinning or you can be doing something and sinning. so if i for example maybe don't pray five times a day and i'm muslim that might be considered sinful if i am a christian and i don't take communion you know that might be considered sinful if i'm catholic and i um uh and i do you know come to you know church drunk and under the influence that might be considered a sin like i don't know like it it depends on the person it depends on the congregation it depends on what the pastor or priest or whoever is teaching uh it can also depend on the culture and the area and the region where you live it depends on so many things right and i'm not saying people shouldn't have faith but i do think you know i do notice sometimes that there are people that seem to be getting manipulated because most of the time religions say okay we teach love and we focus on love and we would like to delve into topics about love but then a lot of the time in practice is mostly fear and judgment and separation and you know gossip and not always but you know often it happens often right like you know there's often these things occurring that are negative and it's like I've heard more lessons about negative things and scare tactics and shame related topics than I've heard about like how to actually practice love how to actually be loving what does love look like are we doing it right you know like usually that's not the focus usually the focus is all the negative stuff of what not to do you should be afraid if you're practicing or not practicing these certain things and I'd also I'm also curious about that idea of like sin and wrongdoing and you know afterlife what that looks like and also this idea of manifestation like does does sin um is sin a form of manifestation so what i mean by that is and i don't know if that's a relevant topic but what i mean by that is is sin or wrongdoing or breaking a commandment or whatever that looks like is sin um related to manifesting negative outcomes now i'm not saying doing the sin necessarily but 
identifying something as sin. So if I identify that, you know, if I don't put on tefillin because the Bible states to do it, if I don't put it on, you know, I'll have all these ideas around what that's what that means to not put that on. Um, something maybe more closer to home for me because I wasn't raised Jewish. Like if I don't keep the Sabbath, well, that's that's usually a Jewish concept, but a lot of Christian churches do have some concept of Sabbath, even if it's Sunday Sabbath, but the church I grew up in had an idea of Saturday Sabbath. And between Sabbath and eating pork, those two things seem to be very, very, very taboo, like between not keeping Sabbath and eating pork. Now, eating meat, yeah, it's a little taboo, but like you could not eat meat and be fine. I mean, you can eat meat and be kind of fine and not and not really have any real attention. But if you were the kid who at the Adventist school was bringing pepperoni pizzas and ham sandwiches and stuff, you probably weren't saying anything. And people kind of would look at you weird because you're usually taught like there's usually I feel like in every religion, there's usually like a few taboos that are like these are considered things to be really shameful about and really focused on, you know, having a negative perspective about. Right. And so, um, you know, just being raised with ideas like that or being, you know, even if you're an adult and you come into a specific religion and being like taught to follow a religion in that way, I hope I'm not too quiet at the moment. I'm going to be removing my jacket because I'm sitting in a car with sweats on and a, and a hoodie and it's getting really hot in here actually. It was cloudy when I came out and then the sun just is burning me up now. Um, but yeah. Like just, I just have so many questions, you know? Like is that stuff even all related? Um, and so, let me roll out the windows a little bit more. Airflow, sorry for the noise. Just need a little airflow, guys. Alright, I think that's enough air. Alright, so, uh, so yeah. Um, what's going on with all that, right? Um, um, now I'm not here to try to tell people, you know, doubt your religion, doubt what you were taught. I feel like there's a difference between doubt and questioning, you know, question everything. I think you should question everything, you know, because a lot of what religion kind of teaches in an unspoken way is to blindly follow what some person up there on a stage is telling you to do or what some person in, you know on a podcast or on a sermon online is telling you to do follow it don't study it for yourself like don't go into like the text and the history of the text and who wrote that and why and when and how it was determined um, you're not usually taught to go into 
into that there are actually a lot of religions that practice not studying uh there are some religions like in Amish culture that you know a lot of times people are taught not to study in depth because it it might be dangerous to study usually for me that's a red flag when I if I walk in somewhere and somebody's like don't study just listen to what this guy tells you or these other people in a congregation or in a in a community tell you just listen to word of mouth I mean think of it think of it right um we all have roles that we play um in different parts of our lives right we have different responsibilities a main responsibility is you know taking care of family taking care of children taking care of like if you have elderly family making sure you have uh you know solid positive relationships with friends and family community and you know building each other up treating each other well right um that's one thing the social thing you know also you know we have to support ourselves we have to work we have to make money to pay for the stuff that we need so we can live under a roof and so we can pay for food and some leisure fun and excitement in life and you know we get about a hundred years you know we're supposed to just do what we what we can make the most of right not just sit every day in a room by ourselves locked away don't contribute at all to society nobody really teaches that right nobody's like don't do anything for your health don't contribute to society or community don't do anything positive just sit there and do nothing nobody usually teaches that so most of the time we're taught you know to contribute and you know the way you do that is usually you learn you go through some system of learning whether that's a a trade or a skill and you learn and you practice right but usually you learn for work you usually learn some kind of skill right nobody usually is like don't learn about this just you know apply for the job see if you get the job don't don't go to any school ever don't learn any school any skills ever don't learn math don't learn to read uh, don't learn to write don't learn anything and just you know figure out how you're going to support yourself because you have to do it you know like just don't do anything like nobody's going to tell you don't learn nobody's going to tell you don't read don't you know practice the skills don't do any of it nobody's going to tell you any of that right so how come with religion you know people are taught you know don't do anything just show up at this building listen to this person and then go about your week but oh by the way don't break all these other rules that we told you that you don't have to break even though the religion in a main like a general way you already know what the religion says to do right so why add all these other traditional details of things that are just kind of sometimes they seem a little nitpicky it's like really i can't drink a coca-cola i can't drink coffee you know like you know like why can't i do certain like there's certain little things that i'm like why can't i do that like you know like the bible might not even say anything about it. like a lot of religions say a lot of religions uh 
around the Bible teach, you know, don't drink alcohol. I mean, I don't think the Bible says not to drink alcohol. It, I mean, you're not supposed to get, like, drunk and, like, out of control and stuff. But there's nothing in there that says don't drink it, you know. But how many Christian denominations say don't drink ever, you know. Some, some allow you to drink some. Like, I think in Catholicism, I heard, I don't know, because I don't think I've ever been to a Catholic service, but I heard that, you know, in some Catholic uh, communions, the wine is actually, like, um, you know, wine. It's not grape juice. It's actually, like, fermented. Now, you're not, like, drinking, like four or five glasses of wine I mean you're drinking like this little bitty thing you know so it's probably not gonna like do much to you as far as like impairment but you know that's a controversy like if I can't even imagine if I went to an advert Venice church communion and they had actual wine how many people would be outraged by that and it's like but Jesus turned water to wine at a wedding right and then some denominations want to say, oh, but it wasn't fermented. It's like, well, it was wine and it was considered good wine. Good wine is fermented strong wine. Weak wine, like we all know, right? How many times for for the bar goers out there, for the for the people who do consume alcohol, how many times have you have you bought something, you know, that maybe you weren't trying to get like like wasted, but it's like you know you buy a beer and it's something you've never had before or you go to somebody's house or party and there's like a keg and you're like what is this this isn't good you know it's not strong it's not you know it's just like it's like non-alcoholic beer it's like it tastes like beer but it's not doing anything you know what I mean it's like you wouldn't consider that good you know you'd be like Ugh. like okay like maybe if it's free like whatever but it's like usually the way you determine if it's good isn't necessarily flavor as much as it is you know is it effective you know um if I don't want to get any kind of buzz or feel from a beverage then I'll drink something non-alcoholic like usually the purpose of people drinking something with alcohol in it is for a, a purpose like you don't just drink it because you're thirsty like you drink it because you know otherwise you just drink water or juice or soda or any of the other beverages that are available at most bars and restaurants and places like you don't have to drink alcohol but usually when you drink you're drinking for a certain reason right like if somebody gave me wine and I had to drink like six glasses of it and it was just like grape juice and I felt nothing I'd be like what is this like <laughs> you know because I am such a lightweight, I could I could feel one, honestly. So I would question. I'd be like, what the heck is this stuff I'm drinking? Um, but yeah, still people will argue about that kind of stuff, right? But it's like, things like that, you know? Like, you'll hear full-on sermons about, you know, things that aren't even in the Bible that people just say, you know? Because they're like, well, I think it was, I think it wasn't, you know, fermented, it was you know it was and it's like really like in Jewish tradition there is no real like oh we're drinking the unfermented one you know like in Jewish tradition there, there's wine you know the Kiddush has wine you know like 
that's what it is, you know. Um, at a lot of holy day, you know, services in the home, you know, with the community members and family members and friends, there's wine, you know. Um, I don't know, guys. I don't even know what to say. Like, I do not know what to say. Um, I can say this is about the third tourist bus I've seen pass by my neighborhood over this weekend, so that's interesting. Um, there must be some kind of tour going on over here. But, yeah, guys, I, I don't really know what to say. Like, I'm just like, really? Like, it's, it's, um, it's a little bit humorous. I find it to be a little bit humorous. But, um, those are kind of the topics that were coming to my mind, right? So, um, um, let me see. So, I have some questions I wrote out food for thought and I want people to use this as food for thought right ask your pastors ask your priests ask your Sunday school and Sabbath school teachers ask them these questions ask the imam ask the rabbi ask them talk to these people you know ask them about this kind of stuff you know I'm not saying like start some kind of like riot or anything but it's like they should be able to answer these questions right this is what they spent a lot of their professional life planning to do. So when they can't answer these questions, I usually get a little bit like, mm, why don't you know the history of, you know, this religion? Like, why don't you know these things? If you've got a master's in it and you went to school for it, like maybe a person's not going to know every detail by memory and like can't tell you like dates of what date AD the Romans were doing this or that. Like, of course, you know, people forget, you know, but it's like. You know, I don't know. I, I, I just have to ask sometimes. I'm just like, what is going on? And, you know, the reason why I get so curious is because a lot of times I look at and, and you know, hear what people say. And it's like, a lot of times, the majority of what I hear from religion, religious teaching is fear and negativity and you know as I've learned a lot about manifestation I often wonder you know when it comes to manifestation is that healthy is that like a healthy lifestyle to be like in fear and shame and you know humiliation and embarrassment and fear of losing your community and loved ones and friends and just like like is it worth it like you know like is that is that right that religions you know don't focus on love and a lot of times they focus on all these other things it's like do we need to focus on all that and I think a lot of times you know humans you know we're human so we get illnesses illnesses of the mind illnesses of of the heart illnesses of the of the psyche and the emotions and I'm not immune to that you know I get you know irritability and like rage and anger and just like 
just like negativity in my soul and I'm just like I hate this and blah you know about whatever the topic is at hand you know whatever it may be for the day you know I get frustrated with stuff too and just want to like go off and like set have said things that I'm not maybe like proud of or have like expressed myself in ways that were very just like not very logical and based in like my negative emotions and stuff so I'm pretty sure you know pastors and religious people you know do that as well you know like I don't think that they're completely immune to it but it's like to spread it as a religion I feel like that happens a lot and I don't know I don't think I'm the only one seeing this and it's like I feel like overall you know if a religion isn't focusing on love like if you've gone to a service or listened to a service online and every month you know and you never hear anything about love or about how to like treat people better how to improve your own personal health how to you know be a better person in society and contribute positively in a loving and kind way if you're never hearing those kind of messages like what the heck are they teaching you know and usually what they're teaching is a bunch of beliefs about all these traditions right they teach about all these traditions that are you know negative uh that make people feel negative they feel ashamed and bad about themselves they fear for their future and they fear for you know not following the rules or struggling with following the rules and they can't even like talk to anybody about it for fear of judgment and being exposed because they can't easily do it because a lot of these things are a struggle and there's no real sense of community where people can actually talk about their problems and struggles there's no safe spaces I'm not saying, I mean, there are good churches out there. There are good mosques out there. There are good synagogues out there. There are good temples out there. There are good places, communities, community centers, religious community centers, spiritual centers where people can go. There are plenty of good, great ones, but they're really hard to find. And I'm not saying that, like, there's never going to be a day where it's like, oh, there's some negativity here or some negativity there. Like, with human nature it's just gonna happen you get people a microphone and they're just they're gonna be talking a lot of times from how they feel I mean I podcast on here I'm not like praying about what I'm gonna say or whatever you know you know I'm not like going into it saying that I'm like having some kind of divine uh, revelation and like telling it to people or anything like that but I can tell when I'm well maybe I'm not maybe I can't always tell maybe I'm not like fully aware um of how I come across sometimes or like my energy with how I'm how I'm talking about topics but I can be negative I mean you guys have heard me on here like I can be all like ranting and raving about something or just like negative and like like ah like I'm pissed off at these people and how dare they you know um I can be like that um I don't think it's helpful (laughs) but you know uh, sometimes I don't even catch it I don't even notice it I'm not even aware of it I'm completely oblivious so I know that I can get to that level I'm aware 
you know, that I can get to that level too, just like anybody else, you know, like, it's kind of a new skill for me to try to catch it when I can, and, you know, kind of, you know, take more breaks, take more time to meditate and reflect and do those types of things, it's new for me, like, as I'm slowing down my life more and trying to, like, learn more about myself and things and what I actually need versus just plow through life every day and ignore any any kind of sign that my mind or body is giving me. It's just like, oh, well, if I can't sleep, take this. If I can't wake up, take that, you know, and then just plow through the day. If I'm tired around after my lunch break from work, then take some other thing, you know. You know, that's usually how I've gone through most of my life. I was never really taught in detail how to not do that. Um, in a way I was, but maybe I wasn't directly taught the skills. We were more so not taught how to do it and practice it in detail. It was more like the fear of if you don't practice lifestyle balance, which was through the Sabbath and your food choices and exercise like sports and stuff like that um then basically it's like some religious they it was tied to some kind of religious shame it wasn't necessarily like hey if you live your life balanced and healthy you're gonna do better and feel better point blank you know we weren't really taught like that and then taught to do it we were just kind of like fearfully taught to do it if that makes sense I don't know if I'm making sense I don't even know if I'm making sense anymore um but yeah I wrote down some extra stuff for reflection um so you know I I think most of us could probably um understand that you know primarily love is the first item on the list and what does love look like um, from a psychological perspective not harming yourself and not harming others you know that's usually a good start um, so that would incorporate anything that's bad for your mind and body right so it doesn't matter like what religion you're coming from you could incorporate you know do good to your own body and mind and your own soul and in turn consider other people's bodies and minds and souls if you're hurting other people's bodies or hurting other people mentally or physically or emotionally you're probably doing something wrong against them right and any of that is not loving towards yourself it's not loving towards others right that's just general i feel like if people could just do that alone i mean that's hard right i'm moody I'm moody I'm a moody jerk sometimes you know and I'm short with people and you know I can be disappointed with people and I can be um you know um not really understanding of people and you know just in my own on my own negative wave, wavelength you know I can totally be like that I know that I can be I don't always catch it and that's kind of what I'm trying to work on more is being more aware of how I feel so that I can kind of predict how I'm going to be in social settings like when I'm at my worst I can tell when I need to maybe like stay home from the party or don't go to the to the event where there's going to be people that I 
value you know building relationships with and that I'm going to maybe be a little irritated with about stuff I can avoid that that's a choice and I can avoid it you know so when I notice it and I'm at my worst I can kind of know I can kind of do that right but otherwise it's hard uh sometimes I just wake up and just plow through and just don't notice it and then I'm like huh like why am I all ticked off today like road rage driving down the street and like I mean I'm not like excessively like honking at people and flipping people off or whatever but it's like you know there might be a cashier when I'm buying groceries who's trying to be nice and friendly and I'm like irritated you know and I might show it and I you know some of these things are complex right it's like do I have the right to show my irritability when someone's just trying to be generally kind and they're not purposely trying to annoy me it's like that's a form of communication that's how us humans communicate right we automatically have these responses to stuff and I um you know I find it helpful useful um to try to try to figure out like what's going on right with my own self because that's where it's going to start right it's going to start with me being very aware of my own self my own emotions my own energy levels my own wavelengths being very aware of what I'm in tune with so that I can go about my day and when I'm interacting with others you know if I'm not careful because if I'm on a negative wavelength and feeling irritable and just not very well fed or slept haven't slept well or anything you know it's going to be harder for me um so connection to source god spirit universe whatever a person calls it because I would I would consider that there are some religions that maybe don't believe in God. They believe in the universe or source. Um, and when I say God, I don't mean like it has to be a monotheistic God. Like there are a lot of religions that are polytheistic and have multiple gods like Hinduism. I don't know how many gods there are, honestly. Um, but I try to be respectful of it. It's like, you know, um... I wasn't raised Hindu, I wasn't raised Sikh, I wasn't raised in a lot of these other religions, but I do think a lot of the religions have a lot of value to them, and I don't think that all the traditions are bad. I think the emotional connection that we're taught to have with some of the traditions can be complex and form kind of like a negative, uh, a negative energy in our lives, right? So... I've noticed I have a certain aversion to certain stuff uh, related to religion just because of how I was raised, not necessarily by my parents raised, but socialized in a religious environment, a very religious environment. There's some stuff that I just have an aversion towards because I feel like it just, it's a breeding ground for like negativity, you know, um, it doesn't have to be, but in my experience, it often has become those ways. And I, I don't know if I'm going to specifically talk about it 
here, but it's like there. I, I mean, if you think about if you were raised in a religion or a denomination or whatever it may be, if there are those kind of like negative things, if you fell out of it and you're like, I don't want to be anything a part of this religion or belief system because of these things, it's like sometimes I wonder, you know, about convictions and I wonder. I wonder it's a big question I have when you're convicted of something specifically for yourself you know that's your own understanding and connection with maybe how your God or the universe or whatever it may be is connecting to you and telling you what to do that's the answer you're getting you know is hey for you your individual path looks like this I wonder about that is that something to think about because a lot of times religion will say oh you can be convicted but your convictions usually have to fall within the bounds of what we teach right all of what we teach meaning you need to have faith in all this stuff otherwise you're doubting and that's bad usually that's kind of what it looks like of you know when somebody's convicted of something I'm not saying like convicted as in like hurt by it, but convicted as in, you know, you genuinely start to feel like, hey, like maybe I was taught this or maybe somebody's teaching me this, but I kind of feel this more authentically over here. Not necessarily even like switching religions or stopping being religious or starting to be religious, but, you know, something that you're really inclined to. Like for me, I just... I really naturally gravitate towards community ideas, ideas of safe spaces and community. I've always gravitated towards that. Since I was a kid, I was like, why does nobody else that I'm around seem to care that this is important? They're focused on the Sabbath and they're focused on the bacon and the pepperoni and the freaking, are you watching TV on the Sabbath? Did you watch that sports game? Sun didn't go down yet. You know? Are you actually playing like team sports where you can win and compete? That's not, you know, that's not okay. You're breaking the Sabbath, you know, and it's like, well, at least we're together having fun, laughing, having experiences together on the only day of the week that a lot of us might be available, you know. And for me, I always found it like specifically with Sabbath, for example, a little conflicting where it was like once I got older and I was in college and I started having other friends from other places doing other things that the religion taught not to do like going to bars and clubs there's a lot of times where I was like why can't I go they're inviting me to their birthday party at this club or they're inviting me to their celebration at this bar I can't go and celebrate with my close friends and show up for them and be there for them and even if at that time I wasn't drinking just don't drink and just be there and Isn't that more supportive than not going to a bar because my religion teaches not to be around or drink alcohol? I mean, I understand if you're going to get out of control and get addicted or like embarrass yourself or do something dangerous. By all means, if you got to stay away from alcohol, stay away. You know, I'm not saying like tempt yourself or get like into danger. But in my mind, I was like, how is that correct or more accurate? How is that more accurate? to not show up for your friends just because the environment is something that your church kind of teaches 
a little bit against even though the Bible never says not to do it you know the Bible doesn't say don't drink but then they even say things as far as don't even go to bars or anywhere where there's alcohol at a party or anything like that you know you're usually taught don't go to parties don't go to bars I don't know like I like to me I was always like but these are my close friends and I'm trying to like build relationships with them and build a community with this group of people and you know have safe spaces between all of us and all this kind of stuff and why can't I why can't I engage with them where they want to be because they're comfortable there instead I was more expected to invite them to church like nobody freaking wants to go to my church you know what I mean if they want to go they're going to tell you that they want to go maybe if it's something fun where there's like free food and it's like interactive and like you know but it's like I think most people I know are very knowledgeable about religions and made the conscious decision that that's just not for them to be going to church and stuff and if that's how it is then that's how it is you know but you know that was that was always kind of what I gravitated towards and then I always saw these other heard and saw these other messages and these other you know practices that we were supposed to uphold but to me I was like I don't really know if that's how I should be reacting I don't know if I should avoid people who go to bars and clubs I don't know if I should avoid people who you know are within control of themselves and still maybe have one drink on a weekend or something it's like how's that gonna be such a negative impact you know what I mean like I don't know like but it's like still like I would have probably been praised in my religious uh, social circles for avoiding those types of things you know youth pastors collegiate pastors would have been like oh yeah you made the right decision and in my head it's like did I because that person's gonna think I don't like them because I never show up for anything they invite me to you know because my religion says I can't do it you know and it's like the religion says you can't do it but even if the religion teaches to follow the bible and the bible doesn't say you can't do it then it's kind of like well what the heck you know what I mean so it's like I don't know maybe they're these are two um complex of questions to kind of like answer on the fly answer on the spot um and I guess the last topic on this on this uh, specific thing that I want to talk about is um, you know general communal life uh, and like living skills and such like that such things like that so like caring for personal health helping those in need reflection for improvement like things like prayer meditation things like that to kind of help improve on the things that might be a struggle like the things I've described like I have trouble with my sleep that leads me to be grumpy you know in the mornings um I might have caffeine and that might have a lead to a caffeine crash that leads me to be irritable um I might not eat healthy or exercise properly because I eat based on how I feel sometimes or I um might take different things that kind of shift my energy here or there 
because of how I want to feel because I'm not feeling that way because my health isn't maybe at its best because I'm not sleeping or eating properly and I'm probably not exercising as much as I need to be doing because I'm you know not sleeping properly so I don't have the energy and the pump to kind of like get going you know things like that you know it's like um yeah caring for personal health it's all combined all those things all all those things are very basic things eat sleep exercise you know hydrate um you know have like social good social interactions and some kind of spiritual you know practice of some kind even if it's not through your religion just at least at the very least a connection with yourself and reflection on your own self and what you do or don't do and what you could maybe tweak or improve just so you would feel better and do better every day even being aware of it even if you're not going to do it you know what I mean and then positive social interactions um what you know contributes to positive social interactions you know most religions most belief systems would want you to have positive social interactions they're not like make enemies and fight you know i mean maybe some some kind of are actually some extreme you know belief systems do kind of take a little bit of a stance like that of like at all costs protect protect what we teach and what we believe that you should do and at all costs follow that um regardless and fight hard against all the other people who aren't doing it and ridicule them and protest against them and make them feel bad and put them in a state of anger and you know that's not love you know but people say it's love they disguise it and trick people into thinking that they're practicing love when they're doing that kind of stuff um but they're not but they want to teach that it is love so with that i'm gonna continue with this i have other topics uh coming up around like why traditions uh why like why are there traditions and religions like who makes them can they be trusted uh, are they a form of manipulation and stare tactics to trick people to remaining in religion are traditions harmful are they helpful uh what is manifestation um and what does this what is this concept of sin and religious traditions and manifestation is it all kind of combined in some way um you know in certain things like specific religions traditions like um you know uh what are those like now i feel like people you know i feel like people can follow a religion be very religious follow all the traditions do all the traditional deeds and stuff and look you know physically having the garb that they need to have and eating what they need to eat and doing all these holy days and stuff and do all that with love and kindness and you know stand out with like joy and you know that's positive to see that's that's always great to see um i've always gravitated a little bit for that reason towards what i learned about nanach 
um, and maybe Chabad and things like that, like just certain groups of people that are kind of known for like their joy. Um, Because you don't see that often. Often in religion, you see a lack of joy. You see fear and judgment and pain. And people aren't getting better from it. They're doing these things that these other people who are in fear and judgment and pain, teaching other people to follow that method that contributes to more negativity. So, I don't know, guys. These are really tough topics. But... Um, that's kind of what I wanted to record on today. So have a good Sunday. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good upcoming afternoon and evening. Have a good time jumping into the new week. I hope people are able to kind of set for themselves what they want to do for today. And, um, you know, you know, I think ultimately you know focusing on love and positivity of course there's going to be like pain and stuff that needs to be resolved and dealt with and fear and shame and like a lot of past hurt that needs to be resolved but you know it doesn't have to be like a full day of only that all the time you know it's like there is variety um so yeah with that thanks for listening (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.